You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. I am so excited to share today's episode with you guys. It is with Emily of Emily O and Bose. Uh, She is a great preppy influencer. I absolutely adore watching her YouTube videos personally. Uh, She has great style and I think she's going to do big, big things after graduation. So I'm so excited to talk with her today about how she got started, how her blogging and influencing has changed over the years, and what's next for her. So we'll get into the interview in a second, but I want to remind you guys that there is so much good Preppy Podcast merch on the website, thepreppypodcast.com. On there, you can find sweatshirts, you can find uh, bags, shoes, so much more, and it is a great way to support this podcast. Uh, So go check out thepreppypodcast.com, and let's get into today's interview. All right, so why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live, and what you do? Perfect. Well, my name is Emily, and I'm the founder of Emily on Bows, which is a fashion and lifestyle Um, company and I am from Cleveland, Ohio, but I'm currently a senior at Miami University and I'm actually about to graduate in a few weeks. Um, So I post my life online. I started on YouTube where I would post vlogs and, you know, videos there. And then I also post outfit the days on Instagram. I've transitioned recently to TikTok. And then in 2020, I decided to expand my brand and I started posting um, original merchandise and selling original merchandise on my website, emilyonbos.com. So over the past few years, we've really just expanded on social media and tried a whole bunch of new things. But I'm excited to see where this takes me after graduation and just growing Emily Elbows to be this big, full lifestyle brand. I love that. And we were chit-chatting before I started recording, but I was saying that I follow along with you on your YouTube channel and I love that. And I'm, you know, probably 10 years older than you, but I just enjoy it so much. And I so admire you doing this at a young age. I feel like I started my business at a young age and I hate when people are like, oh my God, you're so young. But I'm saying that in like a good way, like that what you've done so far is like amazing and so cool. Um, But I want to ask you about growing up then. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're you're getting ready to graduate college, but what was your childhood like? Like, were you always into fashion and style? Obviously, I think your mom, just from watching your videos, she probably influenced that a little bit too. But tell me about growing up. Were you entrepreneurial as like a kid? Talk to me a little bit about what your childhood was like. Absolutely. So I'm the middle of three girls. I have an older sister, Claire, who's 24, and a younger sister, Elizabeth, um, who is 19. So the three of us were always together. And like you mentioned earlier, you know, my mom has always been, she's just the best mom. And she was so involved when we were younger. And her background comes from teaching. She was um, a teacher. And then she like published a book for teachers. So she loves hands-on activities. And so when we were younger, 
we would always be, I was in sewing lessons. I was always, I was sketching, you know, we would have these really fun summer projects where we would have a topic and the three of us and my mom, she would like teach us, you know, something like it would be clouds one summer and we would learn everything to do with clouds. And then at the end of the summer, we would present it to my grandparents. So it was always really hands-on, super creative. She allowed us to, if we had an interest, we would just run with it. And I think coming from a childhood like that and being around so many, you know, women and girls and my grandma was always involved, that really set me up for Emily Owen Bowes and being able to do this when I'm older. So I've always had an interest in fashion. Actually, when I was younger, I loved making clothes and I would like go to sewing lessons two or three times a week. And just like I was probably like 13 or 14, I was like pumping out these dresses, which was so funny. And then that eventually transitioned into my love for, you know, marketing and uh, social media then was on the rise in the beginning of high school. And I got really interested in that. So it just kind of, you know, changed as I grew up. But I definitely look back at my childhood and I can see the correlation um, of what my mom did and how creative we were. That's so cool. That sounds so fun. You know, having sisters growing up together and getting to be creative and having your mom and dad support that and even, you know, your grandparents by watching your presentation. (laughs) Everyone was always involved, which was so fun. Mm-hmm. I love that. So when did you start um, like influence, let, let's call it? Did you start first with a blog or first with social media? Like when was that and sort of what was the thought process behind that? Yeah. So this started a long time ago. I would say um, it was eighth grade where I started following a bunch of YouTubers mm-hmm. and I would watch their videos and I was like, I want to do this. I think it's so fun. And then Instagram, like I said, was starting to be a new thing. So I begged my parents to start a YouTube channel and I had to have like a whole PowerPoint presentation and I had to give them all the reasons why I should do it. And prior to that, I would literally come home from school and I would sit in front of my mirror and I would like pretend to do hauls just to practice. <laughs> That's how invested I was in this. And I was in eighth grade. And then Um, So they let me start a YouTube channel and then I started my Instagram and I would post, I would take before I went to school and my mom would take my outfit of the day picture on our driveway at like, you know, seven o'clock in the morning, but she didn't want me to show my face because she was like, what is Instagram? You know, I don't, I don't know what this, so it would just, if you look back at my early Instagrams, it's just like all these (laughs) little pictures, but like, there's no head to it. It was so funny (laughs) to look back on it. Um, So that's how it started. And again, it was so just like innocent and fun. And it was an activity that my mom and I would do together. And, you know, back in the day, I say back in the day, like it's so many years ago, but you know, five, six years ago, even longer than that, um, lookbooks were such a huge thing on YouTube. Mm. So we would like shoot these, we'd go to the park, we'd go like around our neighborhood and I would change outfits in the car. And then I like started to learn how to edit. So again, kind of just like looking back on my childhood at first, I think it was like one of those new fun projects that I was getting to do with my mom. But then eventually Mm -hmm. we were like, wait, you can monetize this or, you know, you can make a lot of money off of off of social media. Um, But it it started just as a fun activity. And I think that's why I've always enjoyed it and stuck with it for so long, because it didn't start from a place of, I want to be an influencer, I want to make money, I want to quit my job. It started from such a fun activity with my mom. Yeah, that sounds so cool. Almost like a hobby or, you know, some kids are playing soccer or things like that. But for someone who's interested in fashion and style and creating, I feel like that's such a good outlet. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And um, from there, it just kind of 
grew. And I don't even think that I necessarily took it seriously for a long time. I was honestly just like posting and I would do like little collabs with other girls my age. Like, I don't know if you follow Belle the Ball, but I remember like I met her when I was like in high school and we like met up. And so it was it was fun little connections like that. And then eventually I would say midway through high school, I started kind of gaining traction and more followers. And then once I hit college, I I would say that that's when I started to take it seriously. So it was definitely a slow brew, but Mm -hmm. I I think that's why it worked out so well. Yeah, I love Abby. Actually, Abby's been featured on this podcast before. Um, So anyone listening, they can go back and listen to that episode too. But so you decided to take it more seriously then once you were in college. So what did that mean? Did it mean creating a website too? Did it mean posting regularly? Did it mean, you know, trying to monetize? Like talk to me about taking it more seriously and like, you know, really think about it as a business then. Yes. So again, I would say like my freshman and sophomore year, I would post um, vlogs, but I didn't have a TikTok. My Instagram, I don't think at that point was super big. It was probably like five or 6,000. Again, it was still such a hobby and I was making a little bit of money on YouTube, but nothing that was like life-changing to the point where I even thought that this could be a full-time job. But I remember my freshman year of college, I posted my dorm tour. Um, And like I said earlier, I go to Miami. So there's not a whole lot of like videos about Miami, just if you go and search it. So mine was the first one that would get pulled up and the video did really, really well on YouTube. It has like over a million views. And I remember from there, I gained a ton of subscribers and a lot of people on campus kind of knew about it. So then I was like, oh, like, this is fun. Like, I'm getting more subscribers. Like, how how exciting. And then when COVID hit is when I took everything way more yeah. seriously. I got sent home, you know, my sophomore year, like everyone else, and we were in quarantine. And I just started posting a vlog every single day. And yeah. I think from there, like, the audience was able to see a lot more of my personality. They were introduced mm-hmm. to my family. Um, there was much more of a connection made, whereas before, I think it was more about aesthetics. It was just me showing my outfits, and which I'm not saying you can't do that. I think that's so tons of people that I follow, I follow just for their outfits. But I think the yeah. turning point was now we all kind of felt connected. They were led into my life a little bit more. Um, so then, yeah, all of quarantine, that whole summer, posting a ton, taking it way more seriously. And then when I came back my junior year of college, I remember I was home for fall break and my parents were like, okay, like, what do you want to do with Emily on Bose? Like, you can keep just, you know, doing it as a hobby, as a little passion project. Like, that is totally fine. But we see a lot of potential for this. And I was like, you know, I would love to start selling merchandise. Like I followed other YouTubers who had their own sweatshirts and t-shirts and I thought it was so fun. And they were like, yes, absolutely. Like let's, it just started with a little sweatshirt that we were going to sell that I would post about on my YouTube channel. Well, one thing led to another and we ended up getting a full website built for Emily (laughs) Alpha's. And it kind of, you know, when you just like start doing one thing and you're like, how did we end up at this point? It was totally (laughs) one of those situations. Um, So we had this website built and then we, you know, made sure that Shopify was embedded. And then I was working with a graphic designer because I was like, well, if we're going to start doing this, I want this website to be great for the rest of my life. So I had the website built and then we released the first line, which was Busy Brunching. And this was in November of 2020. And I had a pop-up shop at Miami. And this was like the day before we all went home for Thanksgiving break. So I was like, okay, you know, no one will show up, but it's just fun. I'm going to try whatever. Everyone came. It was like one of the best days of my life in college. Sold out of everything that was in the pop-up shop. So I think from there, I was like, okay, like this could really work. And then we just hit the ground running, releasing all of these lines of merchandise. I think at that point I had like hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. And that's when I was really like, I'm going to take this seriously. Like Hmm. I'm going to make sure I can, you know, be monetizing off my outfits on Instagram and 
you know, my AdSense and my merchandise sales and kind of just getting everything in order to set this up and run it like a business. So I would say November of 2020 is when we were running Emily Ombos like a business. So not that oh my gosh. kind of recently, but not really recently. <laughs> I mean, that is so impressive, though, that you're still in college and doing all of this. I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like we would have been like such good friends back when I was in I college. Agree. I agree. We have a lot of similarities. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the fact that you're doing this, that is so amazing. So I am wondering, like, what advice would you have on building community and like, you know, building your following and making that those relationships? Like you said that once you started doing your um, daily vlogs that you felt like people could connect with you more and kind of got to see the real you and more behind the scenes. Like, do you have any other advice for listeners or like any tips on how you've built this community and like a followers or even, you know, your, your peers coming and shopping your pop-up, like talk to me a little about, about community and the importance of it and some tips maybe. Yes. I think that community now is so important to create because there are so many influencers and it can feel so overwhelming and oversaturated. But, um, I think the fact that I had video, at my core, which like I started on YouTube. So I think video is so much easier to connect with your audience. Um, and even that could be like on TikTok, people love just connecting any way that, that is more than just a picture. So I would say mm-hmm. that I was always, I was just treating them. And I know you like mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, like, oh, we're just chatting like friends. That's how I yeah. approach everything that I'm posting. So I, I'm, I, I act as if there's only one person watching the video or one mm-hmm. person watching the TikTok, because that's how I would want to follow an influencer. And I think it's way more intimate. Um, And then just like filling them in like a friend on what's going in with your life. I think people love, you know, stability. They like to be updated. They like a storyline. And so I keep all of those things in mind because sometimes I'm like, this is so boring or so mundane. But then I, I find, wait, they actually really like it because it's, it's like a TV show coming back every week to see the next episode, you know, it, yeah. it builds on the next thing. Not that I'm saying that my life is a, is a TV show, but it's one way to look at it. It's just, you know what I mean? To just keep that consistent. That regular programming. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah the mm-hmm. regular programming, the consistency. Um, and then I've also just found that people like the family relationships, you know, they like yeah. the relationship between my sisters and my mom. And to me, that was always just so normal. But then when I realized that I was like, well, let me show more, like this is already happening. Might as well just record it. So yeah, I just kind of found out what worked and I just kept doing it over and over again um, and, you know, was kind of successful with it. So that's what I would say. But community is so, so important. And even like little things for creators who are starting off, like I started a newsletter and I think that that's a really easy way to, you know, bring people in and not necessarily yeah. have exclusive content, but just like seeing that email in their inbox, you know, once a week and seeing that you're popping up, it's a good reminder. And it's like, oh, you know, there's Emily or something like that. Just little things to insert yourself into people's lives. (laughs) Definitely. I praise on this podcast all the time that you need to be sending emails. That's a direct way to connect with your customers, your followers, all of that. And you you own those, whereas, you know, social media, obviously you don't. So I'm a big praiser of that. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. You had your YouTube videos that you were creating then your Instagram, 
then the merch and the website. So like, how did you learn these new skills? I feel like that's something a lot of people just, they're like, oh, I want to start a blog or I want to start a YouTube channel or, or a brand. They're like, what are the first steps? So was it you just researching like other videos of how to start these things? Or um, were you, you know, reaching out to friends and kind of learning from them? Like any tips on that for people? Yes, I feel like when it comes to like the social media platforms, everything that I learned, I just found online. So everything Mm -hmm. that was related to starting a YouTube channel, I was able to find on YouTube, basically. So, um, you know, just like learning how to monetize it, you can easily figure out um, what else just the basic like Instagram stuff, TikTok, that's all available online, which was oh, and like Mm -hmm. editing, I was at first using iMovie. And then I just like taught myself how to use Final Cut Pro. So you know, it was just kind of like, oh, let me play around with this. And then, you know, three hours go by and you're down a rabbit hole. I would say that the more the learning curve and definitely more, I don't, I don't want to say difficult because some, some, it can come easy to some people, but it was difficult yeah. for me was the website, the merchandise, the, that business side of it, finding wholesale products, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. And then, okay. So you have, you have your social media platforms, you have your, your blog, your your products, all of that. Like, what would you say has been the greatest challenge in developing all these? Is it like the technology aspect, like that learning curve and trying to, you know, constantly be learning new apps, new new platforms, things like that? Or is it more the time management because you're in college still? Like, what's been the hardest part about all of this? Yes, I would say that for right now, it's the time management. And even like I can remember last semester, I took it was like one of my hardest course loads. I had like three capstone projects. Everything was a group was a group project. So I'm like coordinating with all these people. And then as this was happening, like my Christmas line was coming out and that was one of like the biggest lines that we had ever done. It had mm. almost 30 products. And I had this whole like video series that we had shot back in the summer. Um, so I just remember that was super overwhelming because I wanted to dedicate my time equally to both. Um, but like even just little things, like we worked so far in advance for the Christmas line. We did it all in August because I knew that it would take time. So I think like learning each line, I've learned time management skills, which is really valuable. Um, and, you know, I'm definitely sad to be graduating and closing this chapter of my life. But in the same set, like sense, I'm super excited to not be in school anymore because I know <laughs> the potential of where I can take this business with, you know, having just my whole life be dedicated to it. Um, Is that what you plan to do? You hope to, you know, yes. do, do this full-time right after college? Yeah. So I'm going to do Emily awesome. almost full-time um, after after college, which I'm really excited about, and just keep adding, you know, little parts to this lifestyle brand. Um, but yeah, the challenge probably right now is just being a student and running this. Mm. So I would say it's time management. The technology part can be difficult in the moment, but luckily there's like so many resources or even people like I've learned to, in the beginning, I think you're like, I have to do all this myself, but like you can delegate things Mm -hmm. to people who know way more about stuff. Like we did hire a company to build the website from scratch. And so they were super helpful with all that. And I'd be like, wait, 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 back it up. Like, I don't understand this. Like explain (laughs) it to me again. You know, I wasn't afraid to be like, I have to understand this. Say it Mm -hmm. one more time. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. That's great advice. And, you know, I think everyone, no matter what stage of life they're in, the time management aspect's hard for everyone. So you're not alone in that. No, yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. On on the flip side to that, then, like, what's been your greatest success or something that you're so proud of or you really enjoy doing with all this? 
I would definitely say my pop-ups are um, usually moments where I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so excited because, you know, obviously it's so exciting to sell things online and ship things out. But I think when people actually come in person and, you know, clear their night or their afternoon and make time for you is really, really special. So every time I have a pop-up shop, I'm like completely floored that people showed up. So that would probably be some of my, my proudest moments. And um, I remember I tell the story like once in a while when people ask, but something that I always remember is, so I have had a family follow me for probably three or four years. And the mom I remember last year emailed me and was like, hi, like my name's Paula. I have three daughters, like just like your family. And we all follow you along. And I want to surprise my middle daughter and come to one of your pop-up shops. We're not going to tell her that it's happening. We're going to pretend like it's a college visit. Um, but she's like such a huge fan. And I, I want your, like my girls to meet you, whatever. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is crazy. So last year in, I guess it was like last Christmas, I had a pop-up okay. shop. And they drove from Buffalo, which is three hours from Cleveland. Um, They drove from Buffalo, stayed in a hotel, and then the next morning woke up and like surprised the middle daughter, Ellie, and came to my pop-up shop. And I was like, this is absolutely crazy that someone would take so much time and effort and money out of their day to like come and meet me. And then this past Christmas, I had another pop-up shop um, at like my local J crew. We did like a shopping night and they showed up again. And this time they surprised me. So I didn't know they were coming, but the three girls showed up and they had like all had little touches of bows on and like Paula, the mom was there and they drove that time on a school night. And then they like turned around and went back home. So I think that was like such a, Oh my gosh moment. Like I, this is real life. This is crazy that people are doing it. And I always, you know, I'm still in contact with them. Like it was her birthday recently. So I like wished her happy birthday, but I definitely like take that so seriously that like those three girls are following me and like the mom feels that it's worth coming to meet me, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's so special. I mean, and even just with the mom involved too, like that she, it's almost like you're like a role model. You know, I feel like there's so many people on Instagram and TikTok and a role model is like a big, a big name to live up to. But the fact that, you know, the whole family can enjoy it is what I'm saying. Yes. You know, yes. that's so great. It's a family yeah. affair. It was definitely a family affair. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of that, though, like your family is often in your videos. I love like your mom and sisters on there, too. So how did that come about? Like, has everyone just been supportive from the beginning? And they're like, yeah, like you can put me on camera. And like even I know your little sister now, it seems like she has her TikTok, too. So it's a whole family affair, right? Yes. So everyone's involved. And I would say that, um, you know, some people like to be on camera more than others, but everyone (laughs) is always so supportive. So my mom has like great style, fashion sense. That's where we've all learned it from. So I obviously love to put, I mean, she can also do everything. This woman is, is unstoppable. So I always like (laughs) to have her in the videos just because she's, you know, has great advice. Um, Elizabeth is my younger sister and she loves being in the videos. And like you said, she kind of branched off and started her own TikTok Mm -hmm. and, you know, has loved posting there. Um, which is like really fun to see because she's grown pretty quickly as well. And then um, my older sister, Claire, she's in the videos as well, but she really helps me on like the financial side of it. So a little bit more of like the behind the scenes, um, just because like her background's in that. So, and then my dad, you know, once in a while pops in. So everyone has their roles and 
a lot of the times I'm just vlogging what, you know, events or what we're doing and we're always together. So it just happens to be that we're always vlogging with one another, um, which is really great, but they love it. And, you know, they know now that when we go out to dinner that the phone eats first and like the vlog camera <laughs> needs to show the food. Like my dad won't touch his stuff or if we're like with other people, he'll be like, no, 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 wait a minute. So they know the drill at this point. <laughs> That's so fun. That's so sweet. Yeah. So where do you get inspiration or is there someone that inspires you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say, honestly, my mom is my main source of inspiration. I know I keep mentioning her, but I think just, I mean, obviously social media, I do get inspiration from. I love following influencers and sometimes I'll see that outfit and I'll buy buy the sweater and kind of like recreate the look, but also just like, I feel like traveling, we were just in Charleston. So like the week after Charleston, I'm like, you know, oh my gosh, I need all these bright colors and florals. And I was super inspired by that. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like my surroundings and, you know, even like my friends at school, like sometimes you just take bits and pieces from people and kind of put it all together. Definitely. And so speaking of travel, then you share your travels on your vlogs a lot too. So where's like some of your favorite places to go to, would you say? Yes. Um, I love, obviously this isn't like New York city. I feel like everyone says that, but it is so much fun to visit. Charleston was another really fun one. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Let's see. Where have we been recently? Georgia. We've been to like Sea Island a lot. I love the mm-hmm. South. I just like the weather. Oh, Palm Beach. I, how could I forget Palm Beach? Absolutely. Love Palm <laughs> Beach. That's like my home away from home. Um, yeah, just we haven't been. To, we did Europe when we were younger, which I'm really okay. grateful for. So um, haven't been there in a little bit. But Greece was amazing. And I'm trying to think what else we were in Spain. So yeah, just all over the place. I love I love going to new places and, and finding new little spots. And also social media really helps with that. Oftentimes when I'm going someplace, I'm like, all right, everyone, give me the recommendations. And sometimes I'll just follow along with what everyone's, because people know so many different spots that, you know, I can only dream of knowing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great advice. Um, Okay. Since this is the preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, what does preppy mean to you? So how would you describe preppy, Emily? That's a good question. I love that. Um, and I would say that preppy is classic, timeless, fun, uh, maybe like a little flirty, colorful. I would definitely say that's in my head when I think of preppy and kind of I would I would say of a preppy style. I think it's, you know, a timeless look that now will look amazing. And in 10, 15 years, it will still be in style. That's how I think of it. Yes. Timeless. I love that. Um now, okay, your Emily O's and Bo's line, your merch, if you could have any like celebrity, famous person, or maybe like a royal or like a past icon who's no longer with us, like who would be your dream person to have your merch or like just like epitomizes your brand? I feel like that's a really good question because I think there's <laughs> so many people that I would I would say, but I love Audrey Hepburn. I think she's just an icon and so classic. Um, so that would be such an honor. But in this lifetime, I'm trying to think. I mean, I also think I love Draper James and I love the way that Reese Witherspoon has set up her lifestyle company, kind of like just encompassing so many different things. So I feel like maybe right now Reese would be a better person to like send my merch to. I feel like she might enjoy (laughs) a notepad or something um, with a topiary on it. So yeah, that's, that would be another answer. That's a good one. Everyone always picks Reese. They love her. (laughs) Okay. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Um, what advice would you give to someone who, you know, wants to start a, a, a YouTube channel or wants to get into influencing? Like, or maybe what advice would you give your younger self? Like when you start, is there any tips or advice you'd give? Yeah, I, I think that a lot of the time when I was younger, I, and I would say this was more in high school, beginning of college, mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't show everything because I was like, oh, they don't care. Or maybe I was embarrassed. Or, you know, I, I wanted to make sure I always looked okay. But um, I remember someone, I forget what influencer told me this, but they said done is better than perfect. And I mm-hmm. always try to remember that, like, obviously, you want to create really good work that you're proud of. But I don't think you should beat yourself up too much about the little things. And sometimes that can happen like with YouTube videos. I'm like, Oh, I don't like the way you know, this looked but done is better than perfect. People just want the content, especially if you already have a following, just pump out as much content as possible. And people will, you know, watch what they want to watch, they'll pick and choose. And so I would say that's my biggest advice, just be yourself. Because I know that's so cliche. But like I said earlier, when I started posting on quor- in quarantine every single day, you know, it shines through in your videos and yeah. building that community will get you so far. So be yourself, stick to it, consistency. And yeah, done is better than perfect. I thought that advice was good. I just always remember that when I'm like, no, this is not, this is not okay. <laughs> I'm like, just post it. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. And that I think could apply to a lot of things as well. So I, yeah. I love that. Done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, what's next for you? Are there like any sneak peeks you can share? I know you're launching a new collection soon. Obviously, you're going to take this on full time after college. Anything else that we can look forward to or that you want to share? Yes. I mean, I think that hopefully um, in the next year and couple months, I would love to just keep expanding the merchandise side and maybe just have a bigger, you know, clothing section. I we are working on a coffee table book, which I've kind of hinted a few times. It's taken a long time. It is it is a, definitely a, um, an adventure. But my mom and my grandma and I all wrote a coffee table book together. And, you know, it's a family affair. We're all involved in it. So that's something that we really want to get done. And it's just going to be self-published and I will be selling it on my website. Um, so that would be something that I would love to just even have for memory purposes, even if no one buys it, that's totally fine. And it's just me and my mom and my grandma reading it, but just to have that (laughs) done and like be able to look back on, um, the memories and, you know, how our style has changed and evolved. Um, so that's, that's a fun new thing that I'm working on. I'm trying to think what else, honestly, just like growing my social media platforms as much as I can and just, there's still so much room for me to grow. So tapping into that potential, I think is always something that I'm working on. Definitely. Well, that's so exciting. I can't wait to check out this coffee table book. I'll be on the lookout for the for the launch yes. date. <laughs> we still have a long way to go, so it'll, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so fun. Okay. So my final question is, where can people find you? For anyone who doesn't follow you already, like what are your Instagram, your social media handles, your YouTube channel, your website, like that sort of thing. So they can follow along, shop all your products, um, and enjoy the fun. Yes, absolutely. So for Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Everything is just Emily Owen Bows. And then to shop my merchandise and to read my blog and be part of my newsletter and any other updates, that is all on my website, emilyowenbows.com. But I cross market everywhere and I'm always posting um, everywhere. So yeah, it's all Emily Owen Bows. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Emily. This was so fun. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, this was so such an honor and so much fun to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. 
please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the preppy podcast on social media.